We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 30th, 2018. And uh, tonight I'm getting an extremely late start, but, you know, there's always breaking news and things like that going on, so it's kind of normal. Uh, a lot more breaking information on the 5G, and because this is such an overt kill grid system that they're putting in place um, it's one of those issues that i kind of prioritize and it's one of those things that <clears throat> good to add to the prayer list that that i've been going over regarding just 5g in general uh, the first report and this just i just got this today fcc's unconstitutional power grab 5g microwave radiation to blanket the united states on Wednesday, September 26th, the FCC voted to grant itself more unconstitutional authoritarian powers to further their 5G agenda with an extremely heavy hand. Again, you have to understand, all of this is coming without any kind of vote from the American populace. It's just being shoved down our throats and forced upon us. I mean, with no real uh, due process, no real studies that are being done to vet this they're just trying to ram it through as quickly as possible in hopes that people are not going to catch on and there's not going to be mass protests and that's the very reason i'm, I'm featuring this at the start of the study because it's not an issue that's going away and as you're going to see it doesn't appear as though trump is going to do one thing about it in fact it sounds like he's going to do everything he can do to further this so again as i've said from the start about trump you know i'll give him credit when credit's due and i will expose him when he is you know dropping the ball and in this particular case it looks like he's really helping this whole thing to go into effect um <clears throat> so a lot of what we're seeing theoretically could be just a big smoke screen it could be just you know theater regarding the kavanaugh hearings and things of this nature and a big scripted uh thing that they're playing out in order to get us to just look that way to get us to devote our attention to that particular subject while at the same time they're literally having meetings in the white house where trump is literally discussing this and all of our attention is focused on Kavanaugh. And I'm not saying that's not a big deal. Obviously, that issue regarding the next Supreme Court justice that will literally sway, you know, um, give a supposedly more conservative, they'll have one more conservative, they'll have a, uh, a conservative majority in the Supreme Court. That's a big deal. But again, you could I could do a whole study on Kavanaugh on... Um, you know his nefarious past issues that's easily documentable regarding kavanaugh now would i rather have him in there as opposed to uh <clears throat> some overtly liberal supreme court like another ruth ruth bader ginsburg well yes of course just like i would rather have trump in the white house rather than hillary clinton <laughs> so it's just one of those things where i'm trying to have balance with this whole subject and, and look at it like, okay, who would you rather have in? I mean, would you rather have in Hillary? Because I don't think that there would be any alternative media right now if she was in the White House. 
I think that would have went down. I think that um, we would have all been long gone, most likely, because Hillary appeared to really be the, the final nail in the coffin. So, again, trying to look at this whole subject with balance. I'm not trying to totally throw Trump under the bus either at the same time, but uh, this isn't my imagination. This is happening with this 5G kill grid. And uh, you can just go just go up to YouTube if you don't believe this and just key in 5G kill grid. And I've been reporting on this for years. Deborah Tavares has been reporting on this for years. The Fullerton Informer has been reporting on this for years. There's all kind of other independent people. They're, they're putting up all these antenna arrays all over the place. They're, they're getting ready for something. And <clears throat> it's all about really George Orwellian 1984 bringing us into that system of total control, total enslavement, and total bondage, and at the same time pumping these frequencies into us that mind control, have a certain amount of mind control. And I don't really think we've seen the power of all of this yet. They haven't actually cranked anything up. I think they've done beta testing. I think they've had places like Portland, uh, Oregon, where they've, they're have they beta testing a lot of these frequencies to see how they can um, affect mass swaths of population i've i have a listener that told me that they were they were doing that in portland like they would crank the stuff up different frequencies and the people would all start behaving in this unbelievably irrational anger uh full of almost rage manner so they can beta test it and and the the big cities are where you know they're they're going to do this obviously i mean they're not going to test it in some rural community initially because you know the big city the people are already there they're kind of in a captured environment and um it's a much higher uh number of population that they can test on and again the whole thing with targeted individuals it's beta testing and and they're, they're wanting to roll all of these programs out on a much more grand scale and this is again why I'm, I'm including so much of this in the prayer request, the, the prayers that we're, we're saying, that I'm trying to put up now with all the PDFs, so that we know what to pray against, at least in part. Not not to say it's an exhaustive prayer list, but going further, the new order from the FCC, a re, a revolving door captured agency, declares that it will effectively steamroll all local governments and all Americans and do whatever it wants in deploying 5G throughout the nation. Now, this is this is breaking, pretty much breaking. I, I don't even think Deborah Tavares has reported on this yet, or um, the Fullerton Informer had a, something. I'm going to be playing some clips of him later. Uh, but you're probably going to be reading and seeing a lot more about this. I just wanted to get on top of it before it you know, got too old of a story. Even according to dissenting FCC Commissioner Jessica Rosenworcel, this action is a gross overreach of property rights and will be slowed down by many lawsuits from local governments. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's something we should be praying that gains momentum and has teeth to it, meaning there's, there's a bite to it, meaning there's actually... Uh, going to be pushback on this and the more people that are educated about this and are understanding what is going on the better but again they're doing all these things to dumb us down you know you got the gmos you got the chlorine you got the fluoride in the water the fluoride burns out your lower brain lobes which controls your will to resist you've got all the 5g in, in you know the the in the phones and things of this nature 
you got your smart meters outside of your house, you got your Wi-Fi going, you've got all the dirty electricity going through your, your house, you've got the dirty electricity in your car. I mean, you've got all of these things that are affecting your thinking. Whether you want to believe that or not, that, and they're doing it on purpose. And they're doing it to break our will and to weaken us, to destroy our immune systems, to create cancer because that's one of the main things it does and all kind of other autoimmune and, and other types of diseases. It's going to accelerate any genetic predisposition that you have. Like, let's say you had a genetic predisposition to pancreatic cancer, but that was not going to get activated if you weren't under a certain amount of particular kind of stress. There's a lot of ways stress comes. It can be electromagnetic stress, which is what we're talking about today. And that is the tipping point for what sets that pancreatic cancer into motion. When they, like, let's say you were okay, and then they install that smart meter on the, on the outside of your house. And then that becomes the tipping point. So I, I, I inner, that's why I, I uh, relate and um, commingle so much of the health studies with my Christian studies because it's kind of all related. I mean, if God created us body, soul, and spirit, and your body is the weak link in the chain, which is what they're massively trying to create. Hey, they got, they got to fulfill the Georgia Guidestones one way. Reduce world population of 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. It's the first commandment of the New World Order. Well, they got to kill us off some way. Well, then <clears throat> that's that's their tactic. Because Satan knows if he can take out our body, what we're not going to be able to do a ton for God if we're sick on our back or dead. And that's a big reason for it. Uh, this goes on to say hundreds of local governments have previously stated they will sue the FCC if it proceeds. Now that is good. That is very, very good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that there's actually pushback on this. And the more the, the local governments are educated on this issue, the better. Local governments are being stripped of their rights and are simultaneously becoming very aware of the vast body of evidence showing biological harm from 5G, millimeter wave. Fullerton former calls it kilometer wave, which is true. This, this millimeter wave microwave radiation. The FCC is on very shaky ground, creating an opportunity for people across America to get involved with your local government councils, educate them about 5G and fight back. And again, this is why I'm leading off with this report, because they give you a ton of resources. You know, I always say prayer is like, I think, the primary one regarding this, but they're actually giving you a lot of like practical things you can do as well. Okay, so continuing these dissenting comments from FCC Commissioner uh, Jessica Rosenworcel show just how split the FCC is. Now, that's good. That's good. We need to pray that that continues. I mean, obviously, it would be better if they were all united against this, but obviously, they've got a certain faction of the FCC that is on the take and uh, overtly serving Satan and that are all for this but yet there are dissenting there's dissenting comments and there's people in fcc commissioner herself is actually against this which is good and i think this is a quote from her so when it comes down to this three unelected officials on this dais 
Chairman Pai and the other two commissioners are telling state and local leaders all across the country what they can and cannot do in their own backyards. This is extraordinary federal overreach. I do not believe the law permits Washington to run roughshod over state and local authorities like this and worry the litigation that follows will only slow our 5G future. For starters, the 10th Amendment reserves the powers of state that are not expressly granted to the federal government. In other words, the Constitution sets up a system of dual sovereignty that informs all of our laws. Too many municipalities to court from o Omaha to Overland Park, Cincinnati to Chicago, Los Angeles to Louis Louisville have called on the FCC to halt this federal invasion of the local authority. Again, this is all good thing. So this is, on, I'm, I'm not just here to just give you doom and gloom. Uh, whenever I can, I'm trying to interject, you know, positive scripture, positive things, proactive things we can do, how we can pray, these types of things. So as to not be of this defeatist mindset, like we're all going to die and we're going to die tomorrow type of thing. I don't want to do that. The local governors association and national conference of state legislatures have asked us to stop before doing this damage. Now these are, there's links to this local governors association and national conference of state legislatures. Um, this sentiment is shared, and this is for the PDF, if you're hearing this on YouTube, for September 30th, 2018, at contendingfortruth.com. It's all free, and the audios are all free. So, the sentiment is shared by the United States Conference of Mayors, the National League of Cities, the National Association of Counties. These are all different organizations that there's links to, you can click on and the Government Finance Officers Association. In other words, every major state and municipal organization has expressed concern about how Washington is seeking to assert national control over local infrastructure choices and stripping local elected officials and the citizens they represent of a voice in the process. Uh, local government's main reason of pushback is that their power of local decisions is being stripped by the FCC's order City councils may or may not be aware of the massive health risk and damage that will be caused if 5G proceeds as planned. And I do think ignorance does play a gigantic part in all of this. It plays a gigantic part with the populace in general. I think apathy plays an even bigger part. And I think also the lust for more bandwidth, more better access to 5G networks or whatever that is. See, I don't have one of these phones i don't have a smartphone i mean when i'm i'm when i'm doing this broadcast i'm hardwired in ethernet cable okay i'm trying to practice what i preach i'm trying as much as i can to not be a hypocrite when i'm up here screaming about something and i'm not calling my listeners hypocrites if they have this i'm just saying for me for me to go up here and present this and then i'm like you know i've got my smartphone and i've got my Wi-Fi going 24-7 and I've got, I mean, that's just the height of hypocrisy on my end, the way I look at it. So I've got a dumb phone, okay, there's smartphones and there's dumb phones. I've just got a regular little, it's like a keyboard phone and um, I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible. I don't even want a smartphone. I've never really wanted one. I've, I don't want it. I have enough to deal with on my laptop, you know. And um, I'm hardwired in with an Ethernet cable when I'm on the laptop. Yes, do I have the option of having Wi-Fi? Yes, I do. I do. I have a little button I can press on my, I guess, the router or whatever, and I can turn it on when I need to. 
you know, but it's it's like only on a fraction of the time. There's there's days that go by. It doesn't go on at all. So my exposure is just so much less than the average person. And um, I don't live, my, my nearest neighbor is like, you know, I don't know, 75 yards away or whatever. So I'm not really having to worry about a lot of crossover exposure. And I know everybody doesn't have that option. I mean, man, if you live in the city and you're living where there's a bank of smart meters on the outside of your building and you've got tons of people with Wi-Fi going, I mean, I, I, I just, I feel really bad for you. You know, I do. I mean, that's a horrible position to be in and they're only going to be ramping this stuff up more. I will say probably the best thing you could do in that situation because there's no way i mean if you're in that situation there's no way out other than to literally block the signals coming at you and the only way i know really how to do that properly is with like a bed like one of those um silver bed canopies they, they use a material with silver in it and um it's so funny it's it's like you know, silver is just such a blessing that it seems like this. I mean, I've got the, the Invive Miles Silver Protein. You, you got colloidal silver. You've got, you know, you can use it for, um, you know, wound dressings. They found it's one of the only things that can, you know, beat MRSA, multiple resistant Staph aureus. Uh, you've got, you know, these silver shrouded bed, bed canopies that is one of the only ways to really effectively block Wi-Fi. Um, there's all of these different applications for silver, you know, you've got silver as coinage, which is one of the only true forms of money. I mean, yeah, you have gold and silver, you know, but silver is more of like the practical way. If you had to do like, uh, let's say the economy collapses or whatever, and you had to still transact business, it's going to be hard to take a one ounce gold coin and buy a loaf of bread unless you really want to get like <laughs> taken to the cleaners, you know, whereas silver, if you have like a whole bunch of junk silver, which is just like pre like 1963 and back used used coinage that has no numismatic value there you go you know it's 90 percent silver coinage and you could use that so and to me it just seems like it's such a you know a potential blessing or is a blessing for the days and times that we're moving into so i've always been a big advocate and it just seems like it's a you know comes back to silver so much but those bed canopies you now if you're in an apartment you can get the the um sheet that goes under your bed because if you're if you're if you're elevated at all, the bed canopy is not going to really work because you're going to have this big gaping hole under. Like in other words, if you're on the second story, you're going to need to have the sheet under the bed, the bed itself, the silver sheet, and then you're also going to have to have the bed canopy. And then you can go in there and you can literally see that you're not going to have a signal. That that's how you know there's no bleeding, there's no leakage, essentially. And um, I, I'm not saying it cuts out 100%, but most of the time you can't get a signal in the bed canopy, and that's a real good sign. And I've had listeners, you know, get these, and, you know, they went from having headaches every day and feeling horrible to at least being able to, wow, I can get a great night's rest, and you're not being bombarded with all these electromagnetic waves, and I can get quality rest. And, yes, I come out of it, and maybe, you know, you're still back under bombardment. But, hey, that rest period is the most important time of restoration in the body. When you get into that, you know, um, 
delta sleep and, and the um, REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, you're getting you're getting that maximum restoration. And it's tough to get that if you're going to bed in an environment and you're being bombarded with this garbage 24-7. And again, that's why they're doing it. They're trying to kill us and to weaken us and to break us and break our will. So you have to go out of your way to be extraordinarily smart and, and, um, in order to battle this stuff. I wish it was simpler, but Satan and his devices are incredibly, incredibly advanced at this point. You know, and this is why we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. I would say Satan's got, you know, an advantage of 99.99% of most Christians out there. They, they don't even, and that's one thing I brought up, just one thing, how Satan's getting, getting an advantage of us. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's stuff I'm in the dark about. You know, I'm not saying I'm Mr. Know-it-all, but I, I know I know some. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's go forward. Okay, so picking up where I left off, to that end, let us listen to and share the words, the plea for sanity from Michigan Senator Patrick Kolbeck. I This just happened, who is a self-proclaimed techie and engineer who worked on the space station in a role responsible for electromagnetic interference. I mean, I feel like he's kind of like preaching to a room of most likely people that either don't care or are on the take or are literally working for satan but he's trying at least you know he is trying so let's hear what he has to say okay so it looks as though this is senator patrick colbick testifies against 5g 2018 uh okay actually i'm sorry this was published on september 3rd so this was very recent, but it wasn't as recent as I thought. The White House meeting just did take place this, I think, uh, two days ago, this last Friday. This was um, May 29, 2018, House Energy Policy Committee, Michigan House of Representatives, Senate Bill 637, Senate Bill 894, House Bill 5837. These are all the things they're discussing. Senate Bill... 637 standardizes permits fees and right of way use and other regulation of wireless telecommunication service providers see this is all just being codified in the law by i don't know if you want to call them devils or ignorant people or people on the take but they're just basically legalizing all of these things that are literally being put in position to um kill us and to control us and to mind control us. That's what this is. Senate Bill 894 makes regulation of wireless communications infrastructure subject to Wireless Communications Infrastructure Deployment Act, whatever that means, like doublespeak. House Bill 5837 expands membership or association membership in a joint agency to another state or Canadian province under certain conditions. So that's what they're discussing. And this is Senator Patrick Kolbeck. Thanks. First of all, um, for those of you who know me, I'm a techie at heart, so this is not an issue of getting access to technology for people. Um, I'm a certified Microsoft Small Business Specialist. I worked on Space Station designing the cabling system for the airlock module, where I was responsible for EMI, EMC analysis, which is electromagnetic interference, electromagnetic compatibility. This is not a foreign subject to me, um, but I do want to address some of the concerns that I've heard in some of the testimony today and some of the questioning. because. 
Um, there seems to be a couple false Easter eggs being put out there right now. I want to make sure we dispel that right off the gate. Number one, a lot of people apparently have been told that this is something that's going to help out with rural broadband. And I think one of the testimony, and to Senator Hune's credit, he identified that this is not going to help with rural bro broadband deployment at all. And, and believe me, as somebody who's been traveling all across the state, I realize the issue with getting a good sell and keeping a conversation going. I understand that's something that's got to get addressed, but this bill is not addressing that at all. Second thing that I want to point out, and it was a carefully worded statement in the legislation that deals with people that are concerned about denial permit requests, right? So it's always pushed back to the definition of an acceptable limit, uh, level of, um, of radiation. And that's what this is, by the way. This is about radiation. This is not, and, uh, and people need to understand that. Um, uh, what they will do on that denial of permit request, they'll point back to an FCC acceptable threshold for radiation levels. Everybody in this room needs to understand the FCC is staffed by former members of the telecommunications industry. They are effectively indemnified against adverse health impact lawsuits when the uh, acceptable limits are higher than the limits actually shown to show harmful health effects. And I just want to dwell a little bit on some of those helpful, uh, um, harmful health effects, if I could. Uh, number one, uh, we need to understand that uh, we're all concerned about environmental impacts around PFAS and around lead in the, in the water, all that kind of stuff. The health impacts associated with wireless radiation, when you actually read the laundry list of adverse health impacts, are much more significant than even PFAS and what you see with the um, with lead in, in the water system. We're talking about carcinogenic effects due to tumors. We're talking about um, issues with DNA replication, which can lead to adverse uh, issues and regard that part of the mechanism for leading to the carcinogenic effects, but also. And also, you've heard me say this many, many times that it's always, they're always going after our DNA. And with the vaccines, one of the main ways they can go after literally putting foreign DNA into our body and you're never even going to know because you know you're, you're not going to i mean the average person isn't going to look at the label and even like the the insert because they're never going to be shown that just you know trust the medical system trust satan because we know what's best for you and um <clears throat> even even in the insert you're really not fully getting the full scope of actually what's really in the vaccines you know you're, you're just you're just not and so this is just one more way they're going after our DNA. Dealing with things, there's been ties to autism and other impacts as well on it that I just encourage people to take a look at. This is, um, and that's why everybody's groaning because a lot of, when we're talking about three-year-olds dealing with this, because the studies have also shown that the people most susceptible to these adverse health impacts are the youngest among us because their blood brain barrier has not been fully developed. That's right. why people are concerned about that. I know there's a convenience issue. I'm addicted to this stuff. I mean, when I see like, you know, little kids in like restaurants and stuff like that and, and they're literally being babysat by a smartphone. And I mean, it's like the parents are not understanding what that's actually doing to that child. I mean, they're getting, you know, whatever, however many vaccines by the age of five, like 60 or whatever it is now. And the smart meters are bombarding them and the Wi-Fi is bombarding them and, and, the, and the smartphones are bombarding them. And, 
you know, the cell phone towers that are pumping out all all of what they're doing. This is going to be the 5G that they want to roll out is, is going to be in addition to the stuff that the cell phone towers are pumping out. You're not we're not and we're not even talking about like Doppler Nexrad um, radar that's, you know, hitting most of us all the time, which is one of the main ways they increase these storms that I've talked about in the past or scalar weaponry or harp or things. Of, I mean, there's there's all kind of stuff I'm probably leaving out that they're doing to us. And then they're chemtrailing us. You hear that thing the other day where Julian Assange said they're they're putting out the smart dust there or it's like something to the effect of like there's smart dust and um, it's in everything and then they cut him off. He got cut off. Okay, so on that note, I just oh, probably did like was off air for about a half hour just now. I went and looked that quote up that Julian Assange, I found a really good video a listener had sent me on that. And uh, I'm going to play about 12 minutes of that more toward the end of this study. I was actually wanting to cover a lot more today, but um, I feel like that these subjects we're talking about with the 5G and what Julian Assange said is, is a good solid study where we're going to be covering quite a bit and um so as not to overload you too much for today but we're going to cover that later more to then i'm going to i'm going to let senator patrick colbert keep speaking here right this is an issue where i love the convenience of having wireless access but i also know that in article 4 section 51 of our michigan constitution our primary concern is supposed to be the health of our citizens that is supposed to be the primary concern and uh and I, folks, uh, we've done our best to respect your right to be heard. I'm going to ask you to respond in kind and be respectful of this process and not express yourselves one way or the other in that way. So thank you very much for the rest of the day. I hope I don't have to ask again. Yeah, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. And I, I just want to make sure people understand that constitutional duty. Now, this is not... I, all of us know in our hearts, we would not knowingly move our family, move our home next to a cell tower, right? We know it implicitly that there's something just not right there. The fact is that there have been studies talking about cell phone usage. And this is $20 million study by, um, by the federal government because they wanted to make sure absolutely beyond a reasonable doubt that they knew exactly what was happening with cell phone uh, technology and cell phone usage. They found and they determined conclusively that there were carcinogenic effects. Um, now, now we're talking about what's going on with the 5G system. Just want to make sure everybody understands. The issue with 5G wireless deployment um, is not the convenience, because we all like the convenience. It's not the uh, ease of deployment, because it's a lot easier just to pop something up on a tree than it is to actually bury it under the ground and route it to somebody's house in a hardware configuration. The issue is that 5G deployment, because it operates in a higher frequency band of 24 to 90 gigahertz, has to use a higher power density level to get through walls and get through solid objects. And that means you're going to have to put these things every 2 to 10 homes. So you're going to have a cell tower every 2 to 10 homes. Nobody would move next to a cell tower, mm -hmm. right? So this is something that is a serious concern. And once again, remember that denial of request or denial of permit request that you can put in? It's going to point back to the acceptable levels as determined by the FCC, not the EPA or not the CDC, the ones who usually take care of health concerns, but by the FCC, which is staffed by former F, um, members of the telecommunication industry. That's the fox guarding the hen house. 
that was a, as a result of the 1996 Telecom Act. So I, I want to make sure everybody understands that, sure, there are provisions in this bill that point to the idea of going off and measuring against acceptable health limits, but that's going to point back to the abnormally high FCC thresholds. And I want to, there's a chart in here, I'm really upset that I don't have my diagram in here because it would make it very clear, and I'll make sure that everybody on this committee gets access to this chart. We talk about the acceptable limits associated with um, uh, radiation thresholds um, in this bandwidth, and uh, the United States is orders of magnitude above what you see in many of the other civilized Western countries like uh, uh, Switzerland or France or even India and, uh, and um, Israel as well. And so these acceptable... They're going to talk more about Israel later, and, um, you know, that speaks volumes about how the United States is such a gigantic target of the New World Order to take it out. I mean, they're doing stuff to us they're not doing to any other country. And um, it's because we're the main impediment to really Im full implementation of the New World Orders, particularly the middle class. I mean, I've stated this over and over again, and I mean, I, it's not like I want to say the middle class is is the only thing but i mean god is the is the reason it hasn't been implemented but um i think god um working through the middle class of america in, in certain respects in order to be proactive and prayer and things of this and not to say the poor class can't pray i'm just saying from a uh from a standpoint of they tend to be more proactive people in the middle class than the lower classes tend to be more dependent upon the government, so they tend to not typically want to bite the hand that's going to feed them. And that's that's the point I'm trying to make here. So I'm not saying there's not exceptions to that either. The limits are way out of whack with what you see in these other countries. Matter of fact, they've outlawed uh, Wi-Fi access in schools and classrooms inside of Israel, out in, now in France, and actually in California in some areas they've done this as well. And I, I want to make sure people are, uh, understand what these risks really are. This is, um, this is not conjecture. The, the cell tower uh, impact, so we talked about the cell, cell phone usage. That was done with the, in the United States, the federal government, with an NTP study. At, for cell towers themselves, they did a similar study, very thorough as well, out in Italy regarding cell phone, t cell phone tower usage. They found the exact same results that they found with the cell phone usage. Um, and so the issue is now with the Senate Bill 637 before us is whether or not we're going to usurp local control and the ability to go off and provide safe zones for people that are electrosensitive. And frankly, those are just the people that are sensitive, right? So there's a lot of other harmful effects that we may not sense until it's too late on a lot of these issues. And frankly, a kid's not going to be able to articulate what's wrong with them or the fact that they're seeing ringing in their ears with tinnitus or something like that. The issue is we've got, as legislators, and I'm not saying do away with all technology, but there are ways of going off and getting the Internet of Things. You hardwire this stuff, and there are no issues. Actually, the performance is even better. Um, the, uh, so as we go forward, I just want to make sure that we provide at, at the onset right now, as all this stuff comes through and we're starting to learn more and more about the harmful effects of this radiation, we need to make sure that we protect the fundamental right for people to have to be safe like uh, we're talking about in article 4 section 51 and that means that this bill right now which essentially usurps that authority and allows uh, utilities to place these devices in any public right of way that's out there which could be as you know close as 20 50 feet from somebody's home um, we need to make sure that we protect the ability of some people like little mini cell phone towers right next to your home see it's not enough what they're doing right now to kill us 
they've got to get them real close to us so the kill grid is a lot more up close personal and effective that's what this is really all about petition against that and local municipalities saying no not in our area we're going to be a um, Wi-Fi radiation free zone if you will um, to protect the citizens in that area um, as we go forward want to make sure that everybody gets communicated on what are these adverse health impacts and we can do even more studies specific to the uh, frequencies that are found in the 5G uh, range here um, but I, I want to make sure we understand the, the fact is the science has been settled on this there are carcinogenic effects associated with cell phone towers and with cell phone usage um, matter of fact if you actually read the fine print on every cell phone that you actually get they actually talk about this how many people here actually read that that's the uh, same thing with the fine print on this bill I encourage everybody to oppose this legislation um, and uh, and just really try to honor our article 4 fifth, uh, section 51 responsibilities as representatives of the people thank you thank time. you senator any questions so he seems like a really decent cool dude i wish we had a whole bunch more senators like him okay so i'm going to roll this this is like a little three minute video i just saw here this is connected with the other one this is uh karen strode speaking before the senate energy and technology committee explaining the dangers of 5g technology she's a pharmacist and asking if there's any medical accommodations that will be made for people like her who will be disabled by it because she's fully aware that she will be devastated by it she's probably already being devastated because see you have to understand certain people are way more sensitive that doesn't mean that we're not all being affected by it but certain people are much more sensitive and when 5g rolls out you're gonna have people that before were okay i'm, I'm doing okay i'm getting by now you're going to have huge swaths of the population it's all about the tipping point they're trying to create it's all about getting us to that point where remember what i said earlier where like okay maybe you can handle the smart meters and you can handle the, the high tension power lines out in front and you can handle the wi-fi and you can handle the chlorine in the florida and the water and you can handle the chemtrails you've been, you've been able to handle that so far yes it's it's all accumulated in the body and yes eventually it would kill you true but then when they add in this extra thing and that's on top of everything else that I just mentioned and all the other stuff that they're doing this that I don't even know about and or haven't listed. When they bring in the 5G though, it's going to be, I think, a major tipping point for a lot of people where people that were able to handle the onslaught before, they're not going to be able to deal with this. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight, but they might start to feel immediate effects, meaning all of a sudden, wow, I'm totally devastated and I can't even get through life at all. And I wonder why, and they're gonna, and they're not going to have a clue, I guess, unless they research, and um, you know, get educated about this type of stuff. So this is she's speaking before the uh, the Senate Energy and Technology Committee, and this is Senator Mike Nofs. What a name, Nofs, um, of the 19th District, Battle Creek chair that, that that commands authority battle creek chair i like that anyway let's see what she has to say we have uh, karen is a strode uh from ypsilanti poses a bill and wishes to speak i think what i'll do too when we're getting close to three minutes i'll let you know you have about 30 seconds to wrap it up if you would so we can get through to everybody okay good afternoon good afternoon ma'am 
Thank you very much for the opportunity to speak. Thank you for coming. Uh, I'm a registered pharmacist. I work for a university. Um, I coordinate financing uh, clinical cancer trials. Um, I'm here today representing a group of citizens who will not benefit from wireless 5G networks and will instead experience severe and debilitating health effects from this technology. I was diagnosed with electrical hypersensitivity in 2012, and I've included a letter from my doctor documenting my diagnosis. Uh, I experience head, neck, and chest pain from Wi-Fi, smart meters, cell phones, and cordless phones. My doctor recommended that I transform my home into a safe haven, and it is for this reason that I'm able to heal and to be here today. We removed all wireless technology and have a hardwired internet connection for computer and TV. Our smart meter has the radio function turned off. Uh, the nearest cell tower is a mile away. This bill will bring powerful and untested infrastructure to every residential street, including mine. <clears throat> my physician mandates that my residents be free from this ra radiation. However, the 5G installation at the streetlight in our front yard will make it impossible for me to live there. My physician mandates this? I mean, this guy must be, or lady must be really above board good physician. <laughs> if they're actually, because see, if all physicians would actually come out and be honest about this and do any kind of research on this, they would all come out and say this. But then again, the medical profession is basically one of the main tools killing us off. So I don't expect any kind of massive pushback from the medical system because it's just one more nail in our coffin. It's, and it's one more way that they'll generate patients and sickness and disease is what they profit off of. So, you know, who knew? Are you willing to amend SB 637 to include provisions for medical accommodation for people like me with electric, electrical hypersensitivity. This is yes. They're going to amend it and literally build a Faraday cage around her house so that no radiation can get in. That's not going to happen. Joel. On another point, the bill says that uh, the goal is to provide better access to emergency services. We can learn from what California residents are saying about 5G after the wildfires last October. After the wildfires that were created by the directed energy weapons or dues that were literally, you know, melting cars to the ground and literally leaving all the surrounding trees pretty much unscathed while, while literally burning houses into their footprints. But, you know, nothing to see here. Just keep moving, keep moving. You know, look the other way. No big deal. 77 cell towers were destroyed city residents demanded not more cellular options but landlines as a reliable option in a power outage wireless nixie alerts and all other wireless means of communication instantly went down after this disaster uh, the equipment cabinets found next to every 5g utility pole contain lithium-ion batteries stored as backup power and these may explode in any fire the California residents wanted infrastructure underground, fiber optic internet to every home. 
And in this case, the 5G equipment proved useless and possibly even hazardous in the, in the disaster. How is 5G going to help us in the event of a power outage? Respectfully submitted. Thank you. No, she could have done so much more than that. I mean, that was, I'm sorry, that was pretty weak. I mean, I'm sorry, but she didn't get into a lot of the, the nuts and bolts and, you know, how is this killing us off? We're going to hear a little bit more about that later. I mean, she did the best she could, I guess, but coming from a pharmaceutical background, I guess I couldn't expect much more. Uh, anyway, so Senator Colebrook, the, the gentleman we heard in the video before that, has also released an excellent solutions-oriented paper entitled Wireless Radiation Brief. There's a link to it here. Again, I'm trying to be as proactive as possible with these i will be covering this topic more in terms of specific actions from my perspective the in power liability action which there's a link to that here in the pdf will help create enough leverage to give us a chance of stopping 5g praise god once it is available following their current phase of development i believe it to be the most effective organized action available there's different organizations doing different things I think this is stop the power or take back your power.net. They've got an email list. You might want to go up there if you want to know more about this. There's a link here in the in the PDF as well. Take back your power one word.net. They're kind of on I think they're kind of on the cutting edge of being proactive against all of this pure evil. And this is from there they they've got a in power liability action thing that you can click on here. It's in the PDF and uh that will help to create enough leverage to give us a chance of stopping 5G once it's available following their current phase of development. I believe it to be the most effective organized action available. From what I've seen, I have to agree. In the meantime, now it is time for action. But we now know that appeals and petitions are ineffective. Yeah, because you're appealing to Satan. And they're really not going to do any... We, we, it's just like... You know... Prayer, fasting, boots on the ground, grassroots stuff is really what I feel is the most effective way to go about anything you're really trying to accomplish of a righteous nature in, you know, the day and time we're in. And you, I'm sure there's other ways you can go about it as well. However, there are hundreds of cities poised to sue the FCC. See the U.S. Conference of Mayors Declaration. And this is very good. This is very encouraging. Because I didn't think that would be the case. I thought they're just all going to lay down to it, and you know. Uh, as one example, which lists 306 cities on their webpage. So there's a link to that. So it appears the best option you have right now is to get involved by educating your city council, supporting their lawsuit against the FCC. As there's more to come, you can subscribe to the updates via the link below. And I give you the link, and you can get on their email list, which is what I recommend don't rely on me putting out periodic emails because I put so many links in there because I'm trying to cover as many bases as possible. It's very, very easy to overlook stuff. And they don't they don't bury you in emails either, from what I've noticed. Some some people, it's like, you get on their email list and it's like, wow, I'm, I'm only getting 17 emails from you a day. I can definitely handle that. And it's like, no matter how important the information is i get i delete myself off the list because i'm like i can't handle an extra 17 a day yes i'm exaggerating but you know sometimes it's really bad sometimes it's like you know three or four day or even one a day is i think too much kind of 
Um, so anyway, going forward here, uh, here's solutions to 5G, several useful resources, and here's all links to all these different resources if you want to know more. Dr. Paul Martin, Paul's free book, 5G, Compelling Evidence for Eight Distinct Types of Great Harm Caused by Electromagnetic Exposures and Mechanisms that Cause Them, and it's just paper after paper after paper on that and then there's grassroots communities and organizations several of these organizations listed below are still promoting actions limited to contacting your elected representatives and pleading for help with that said there is resounding increase in awareness that a firmer response is now required um yeah and then there's there okay so you've got all these different organizations listed here in power movement dr jack cruz 5g space appeal environmental health trust parents for safe technology physicians for safe technology emf safety network our town our choice americans for reasonable technology scientists for wire technology so that is encouraging I, i'm that's encouraging that there's so many different varied organizations that are going against this so i give you all those resources so we have that now in and i mentioned this earlier this report just came out september 25th which was five days ago and it's entitled white house schedules 5g meeting for friday but details remain vague yeah the White House has scheduled a Friday meeting, which just happened two days ago, as, as I'm, I hope to have this teaching up like Monday, but um, so it'll be about three days then. A White House meeting uh, was scheduled Friday between members of the Trump administration and wireless industry executives to discuss 5G network technology. However, details of the meeting, including whether it's simply an educational event or if the administration is planning to discuss new pol policy initiatives, remain unclear. That's because they want to do this under the cover of darkness. I mean, that doesn't really make me feel warm and fuzzy. Nonetheless, the event is noteworthy considering that, at least so far, the Trump administration hasn't engaged directly very often in the, with the wireless industry on issues related to the wireless networks or 5G. One of President Trump's only public meetings with wireless executives happened more than a year ago when executives ranging from AT&T's Randall Stephenson to Sprint's Marcelo Clark visited the White House in part to discuss ways to speed up the deployment of network infrastructure, including small cells. So what that means is the small cells are these little small mini 5G kind of like cell phone towers that are going to be putting out like 60 watts or whatever they said you'll hear more about what that means it's it's deadly it's so much more up close and personal than the cell phone towers it's so much more deadly than i mean unless you're like right near a cell phone tower it's so much more deadly so that was already discussed more than a year ago with the trump white house to, on ways to speed up see they're not looking at holding this back they're looking at how do we speed it up because all that matters is deployment of 5g because you we got to kill off the people we got to be able to mind control them we got to get this kill grid implemented as quickly as possible and the quicker we get it done 
the less time people are going to have to mobilize and get educated. That's what this is about. So earlier this year, though, 5G rushed into the Beltway's limelight after an article in Axios detailed a proposal by senior national security official to have the federal government build and operate a national 5G network within the next three years. So see, all, the, all, the, all I'm seeing that matters to Washington, D.C., uh, obviously to these 5G providers, all that really matters is ways to speed this up and have a fully governmental, to have the government, federal government build and operate a, a nationwide 5G network within the next three years. So the federal government totally on board with all of the 5G implementation deployment companies working hand in hand to get this built as soon as possible. To have the kill grid totally in place to have, it's, it's all, so much about control too, monitoring us 24-7, knowing every single thing we're doing. All of this is going to be co-linked with any of the smart appliances you might have, your smartphones, your, your Wi-Fi, your, it's just all going to be interconnected like the Internet of Things they talk about. The 30-page proposal published in Axios argued that the United States is losing in the 5G arena to China. Oh, heaven forbid. And that the networks are the dominant competition space. However, the FCC voiced opposition to the action and the administration backed away from the proposal, which was never publicly re released. Further, President Trump argued in March that ensuring the United States leadership in 5G was critical, was a critical part of his decision to issue a presidential order preventing Broadcom from engaging in a hostile takeover of Qualcomm. So it sounds like all Trump cares about is ensuring the United States is a leader in 5G. Because that was a critical part of his decision to issue a presidential order preventing Broadcom from engaging in a hostile takeover of Qualcomm. So it sounds like to me all Trump cares about is full impl implementation of this without any um, studies into the effect that this is going to have on the populace. This is going to be absolute total devastation on so many different levels. So um, that, again, doesn't really make me feel very warm and fuzzy about Trump at all. There remain a wide range of issues that Trump, the Trump administration, and the wireless industry could cover during the meeting. But again, it's shrouded in secrecy, including how 5G technology might affect the wider economy. See, that's all they're emphasizing. How is it going to affect the economy? The economy, money, 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 economy, economy. That's all that matters. Meanwhile, it's literally, it's, it, we're, we're literally um, setting up a system to literally kill us off and totally control us from pillar to post. CTIA, for its part, has sponsored research that found the technology could create up to 3 million new jobs because that's all that matters. The media may also cover President Trump's tariffs on Chinese products, which expand to an additional $200 billion dollars worth of goods this week and how those actions could affect the electronics that will be required 
for any 5G rollout. It's all about the money. That's, that's all they're emphasizing. And that's probably all you're going to hear from Trump, how this is going to benefit the economy. Going to kill us all off. Going to put us into a slave grid. But it doesn't matter because it's going to benefit the economy. Now, then we have the Fullerton Informer. And I'm not saying I agree with all of the way he approaches stuff. I don't. And I'm not even going to, I'm going to play this in the next segment. But um, this is Trump's secret 5G White House meeting during the Kavanaugh confirmation. So I'm going to go ahead and end part one here. And we will go to part two where, we'll, where, we, where we will pick up with this and play this. So God bless you and we'll see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.